money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, it's just you and me in the studio today. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, um, welcome. You, you, me, and, and everybody listener. else who's watching or listening. And uh, as Dave says, pull up a coffee. Pull up a coffee. And because, well, you, <laughs> you can, don't pull up a coffee. You can pull up it. a chair, a coffee, or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, Reb's a little spicy this morning. So, uh, I love it. So, I get, am. Hang on. Hang on to your seat. So, <laughs> I'll do the housekeeping. So we want to thank uh, Financial Discipleship Canada, notmine.ca. Of course, they host our podcast. They uh, they actually are. Uh, it is a sponsor. place. They're a sponsor of today's show. I was just going to say it's also a place where you can get Rib's book. If you really oh, yeah. want to get the book, you can order it there. You can order it on morethanenough.ca. You can order it on um, more than enough books. Uh, you can go directly there. So yeah, lots of places. We have a to, website called yeah. morethanenoughbooks.ca. Yeah. yeah. So lots of places. I mean, a little caveat. And you can to the hear book, me but. read it to you if you want me to lull you to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. You can uh, get that downloaded. That's right. So so you know. Pretty cool. I, I I only read the part that I wrote, which is really just the foreword. So you know, if you want to hear that then there yeah. you go so anyways uh, let's get on with the show because so, yes. we don't want to talk about that and, but yes and nice and it's kind of um a um jump off from last week from mm-hmm. our good friday show um because the good friday show we were meant to talk about coaching a little bit more and then we didn't at all i don't think i think I we can't. talked about jesus i think we did <laughs> yes and we talked about hebrews 12 mm-hmm. um but today we are going to help you understand what more than enough does in the financial coaching department and what is financial coaching. And Dave is just going to talk because he's our head financial coach. Um, although I take care of the coaches and the clients along with my associate Debbie at the office. So I now can tell Dave what to do. Yeah. So that's so really nothing's great. Changed. She so tells <laughs> me what to do at home and she gets to tell me what to do at work. So <laughs> That is so not true. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're not going there today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to James 1 and to Proverbs. So Dave actually asked me, what do these verses have to do with coaching? Can you explain this to me? Anyway, James 1 actually says, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So good question. You asked me, what does this have to do with coaching. Mm -hmm. And I would say that a financial coach at more than enough works, strives, aims for being a good listener Mm -hmm. and to be slow to speak. And maybe we're not necessarily going to get angry, but slow to judge, slow to judge free zone, judge free and slow to make assumptions. Now we're not perfect. I will say that none of us are. So we are all works in progress. In my book, actually, I confess my recovering judgmentalism. So, you know, I just say that outwardly, transparently out here for you today. But slow to speak and slow to get angry. And in COVID, we interviewed 
uh, a man named Dr. Keith Webb, and I actually have his book in studio, The, Co- the Coach Model for Christian Leaders, which is mm-hmm. one of our handbooks at More Than Enough. And he talked about how listening um, is such a valuable asset for all of us if, to become listeners, because when people are listened to, they feel loved. It actually mm-hmm. activates that part of our brain center that we feel acknowledged, loved, we feel um, that we have value. Mm-hmm. And that is what part of coaching is. But I'm kind of jumping the gun here because there's another verse in Proverbs mm-hmm. that many of us know as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And that's actually also a really great um, way to describe what our coaches try to be mm-hmm. for others. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a couple things, just <clears throat> maybe some framework to sure. hang coaching on, right? Because coaching is a a really broad subject. It's a it's a broad word. It's uh, it's used in all kinds of of context, uh, from you know coaching your sport team to coaching your life to coaching your finances to coaching you know. So um so a couple of things just I, I think is important to put in context. So number one is is um, as a coach, we really don't give advice. We're not advice givers. Um, and one of the, the, the whole ideas behind that is, is that um, when we're coaching, we are actually coming alongside. So as a coach comes alongside you and you're going, hey, I want to get in my finances from where I am today, we'll call that point A, and I have some places where I'd like to get financially. I'd like to, you know, uh, you know, um, move or I might have some goals or I might have. So in that, I want to get to, to B over here. So I want to get from point A to point B. And uh, a coach comes uh, alongside and says, okay, so number one, I'm going to have a different perspective than you will have because you're in the middle. You've been doing your money, doing your finances in a certain way and, and, and having success or not, or, you know, that doesn't really matter because as a coach comes alongside, I'm really going to define for you, where are we going? What are we doing? And then along the, the whole way is, is the coach is constantly kind of keeping you on track and saying, well, I thought the goal was, and I'll use an example, um, you know, often we start with an emergency cushion. We say, you know, one of the first goals that every household in Canada um, should have, maybe in the world, but we'll just speak to Canada, is that that we should have an emergency cushion because life happens. Emergencies happen. And, you know, we have been, I would say, taught or programmed by financial institutions that, well, that's what a credit card or that's what a, a line of credit is for. And so, you know, we look at that and we go, okay, there's, as a coach, we're going to have a discussion on, well, what, what is, like, is that bad that we have a line of credit or a credit card or, or what doesn't, shouldn't, can't I do that as my emergency cushion? And the coach really helps you just to clarify, well, what is the important thing here? Um, how do we, you know, how do we, uh, first of all, decide that, yeah, I, I think I need an emergency cushion. Like, that's really the first question. And so then as you go through that process of just investigating and figuring it out, and I'm using emergency cushions as an example, you decide, you decide, yes, I want to build an emergency cushion. Then you have to decide how much. And again, you have a, the coach is going to have some, uh, you know, some, uh, input into thinking that through. And to be honest, 
everybody's emergency question could be different because your situation is different and you are different from your neighbor. And, and, and so the coach helps you again to clarify that, find out what's the comfort level there. And then finally, um, you know, once you decide I need one, then you need, you know, how much is in it? Then there's a, there's a conversation around, well, how, how are you going to do that? Like, what is the practical working out of that? And how are we going to build it up? And where does it sit? And then when does it get used? And all of these questions, then the, your coach is going to bring up and he's going to say, let's work through that so that, you know, when you're getting from point A, which is I am here, I don't have an emergency cushion to point B, which is I want an emergency cushion and I'm moving towards getting there. The coach helps you all along the way in terms of, of that whole process. So I hope that kind of gives a little bit of framework, maybe by way of an example. There, you said a lot. <laughs> so I want to backpedal just a little bit sure. because um, I want to ask you, um, okay, so we've got some discussion about coaching. So mm-hmm. there's coaching and then there's like life coaching, business coaching, all that, mm-hmm. which David and I have, um, well, you have a business coach mm-hmm. right now. Um, I've had a coach that helped me through and still does through my writing process for my book. Mm -hmm. So I find coaching really helpful. And we're going to talk in a minute about financial coaching specifically because it is different um, than just a pure coach who asks you questions, you get clarity on the direction you want to go and off you go. Mm. Um, Financial coaching does involve some telling Maybe not advice giving, as you said, Mm -hmm. but if a person doesn't know how to budget or create a spending plan, these things are some of the things that coaches at More Than Enough will teach depending on your own knowledge. It's very dependent on who you are and what you bring to the table. But before we get there, (laughs) why would a person who is in trouble financially need a coach? Why would they get a financial coach? We're not advisors. We're not telling them how to invest money. We're not telling them to get Bitcoin. We're not telling them to, we send you to uh, Bold and uh, Brent and Mm. and Tim, all of the, you call us, we'll tell you if you want to invest, we'll, we'll tell you where to go. But we're actually cash flow coaches. And why would someone come to more than enough if, because people say, oh, well, I don't really need a coach. Oh, I don't really need, I don't really, but really you guys don't really know what coaching is. So, I mean, there, there's a couple of <clears throat> examples um, that I love to do. So, I mean, you may, may or may, may not watch golf and you may or may not um, like um, some of the golfers that are out there, but golf, it seems to be one of those sports where um they, they wholeheartedly, and it doesn't matter who you're talking to in terms of the golfing world, but they, they, they've embraced this idea that if I want to get better at golf, then I need a coach and I need a, a coach to help me through certain. So, so there, there are golfers and, and, um, professional golfers who have two or three coaches to help them in their golf game. And, uh, I like golf a little bit, but I'm going to be honest, um, spending all that time and energy chasing a little white ball and trying to put it into a little cup. I mean, great entertainment. Uh, when I go anyways, it's great entertainment, but, but I'm not so sure that's, a, that's, that's kind of a, a life thing. But here you've got <laughs> the essence of golf is that you've got a ball that you're trying to put in a little cup. 
and 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 the professional is embracing multiple coaches to help them get better at doing that. Now, comparatively, we use money every single day. And when we use money, we use money, it's a tool to help us create the life that God's created for us and 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 God's created in us and and we use that tool and doesn't it make sense that I'd really like to get better at using that tool? Well, yes, of course. So it, makes it sense. doesn't so. mean that you're in debt, you're sh- no. you're ashamed that that the people who come for coaching are just terrible with money. And so- in fact, it's the I would say it, it it's not so much the opposite, but it's it's anyone who is at point A and would like to get to point A B, or maybe they just want to see if if what they're doing currently and how they're managing their resources is actually in line with with the bigger picture of their life. And, and again, how they've created, uh, how they, you know, God's created them to be and, and how that intersects. So, you know, there is the debt factor. There is people who say, I see that debt is holding me back from being generous. And I, and I often, there's an often a link there. I can't give as much as I'd like to give. I can't be as generous as I'd like to give because I have this debt in the way. So, so then in that case, their goal, so they come to more than enough, say, I want to be, uh, I want to have more resources to give. Yeah. So they come and then the coach would say, well, let's look at what are the obstacles right now to your giving? Oh, you don't have an emergency cushion or you so might. Yeah, there'd be a process of discovery, right? So, yeah. Or maybe you do have an emergency cushion, but you've got some debt that's like adding up on your credit cards and oh, okay. So that affects your ability to give to your neighbor, your church, or um, okay. So to recap, we're not saying you're terrible with money, therefore you need coaching. <laughs> you actually just like your golf analogy. You want to get better at it. You want to um, get you, an. You, you know, are where you are today, right? And and so you know. So you want to meet. Maybe you have a goal. Maybe you do want to do a big trip with your family, and you or you want to save for a down payment for your house. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have any debt, but you want to see if there's. You know, even to have occasional uh, contact with a coach to get some clarity around your goals. Maybe you and your spouse um, don't aren't on the same page about goals. One, you know, maybe one wants a house and one wants a trip. You know, how do you get on that same page? You know, a coach can bring clarity. And how does a coach do that? Right. How does a coach bring clarity? So again, um, you know, and you mentioned it on the way in, you know, the listening factor, right? So, so number one is, is, you know, a coach just, just simply, again, they come alongside and they go, okay, let's, let's do some assessment. So there's some discovery that happens. And, and one of the tools that a coach uses is questions. Um, you know, you'll often see in a, in a relationship with a coach, much more, they're asking questions and, and they're, um, you know, they're, just just trying to to i guess spur or or uh, understand the perspective that you're coming from and who you are because in the end uh you know as the person who is being coached you're you're making the decisions these decisions affect your life and the life of your family and 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 you are in a sense in control at all times about what exactly is the next step, the way forward? Now, the the coach's role is really to to bring some 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 outside perspective, 
maybe mm. to give you an idea uh, that you hadn't thought of before, or maybe just to give you some hope that, you know, I've thought of this before, but now I actually can accomplish it because I've got step one. And uh, let know. me, and because the analogy, when we did some coach training with Dr. Webb's organization mm-hmm. with our coaches, um, they gave us that visual of um, being was it being behind the client? So, so the client, you as a client are standing in front of us and you, you see only so much. Mm-hmm. You can, you can look to the right and the left and you see so much. But as a coach, if you're standing behind, mm-hmm. isn't that the analogy? Yeah, yeah. Or well, why are you laughing? I, I'm smiling. Keep going. <laughs> because I'll, I'll tell you. In a okay. Minute, because so. when you're standing behind, you your head swivels a lot wider range when you're behind, and you could see things that the client you um, can't quite see. And so it's you mentioned the perspective, and perspective is such a big deal. And clarity comes with the right questions. And sometimes a, someone else asking you the question to think about. Um, and it doesn't even have to be in coaching because as a sidebar, David and I use this with our children. They know full on we're in coaching mode, but we then step back instead of us being advice givers, we stop and we say, well, let's just ask you questions around that because, because I, I, the discovery for, for your client or your child is so valuable because when it's, it's determined in, inside of you, um, and the, instead of the coach telling you, there's a different impact on follow through if you're discovering right. it for yourself. And, and uh, you know, there's a there's a saying, you know, what we discover we own or what we own we discover. No, what we discover we own. I think that's that's how it goes. And 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 that's really true. That's just human nature. That has really nothing to do with coaching is, is you know, and we can all identify with that. You know, you have an epiphany or you, 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 you have an experience that you go through and that experience formulates and says, now I see that situation from a particular way, a particular perspective. Um, and again, the, the way our brains work and I, we won't get into all the, the neuro, uh, neuro science. science of that, but you know, our brains do, you know, we, we have pathways in our brains that are, are, you know, when we get into a situation and we go, Oh, I've been here before my brains go, okay, this is what happened last time. This is what's going to happen again. And our brains actually just kind of function that way. And what coaching does, and and it, coaching, again, is one tool. It's a tool that we use in finances to to help, in a sense, maybe reform some of those, those pathways. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, again, you may have learned about money from observing your parents. You may have learned about money from observing the world around you. May you may have learned about uh, money from you know different uh, experiences that you've had in your own history, um, and that experience again creates a pathway. And your coach is going to might challenge that a little bit and say, "Oh, okay, you see it from this perspective, but." How about looking at it from this perspective uh, and asking some questions that get you thinking, huh, yeah, I've never really thought about it like that, but you're right. It could be. I, I could I could spend money different or I could, uh, um, do, you know, meet this need. And, and I'll, again, I'll give a little bit of an example when it comes to money. We, we do this quite a bit where, um, you know, there's the... How, you know, my kids, and I'll use this, we have three kids in university. So, um, um, and, you know, there's a big, as parents, how do I help my kids in university? 
And so if I look at maybe how my parents helped me, maybe they paid for the whole thing. So then my expectation is, is, oh, I have to pay for all of my kids' education. Mm. And so that's, that's a normal, you know, again, there's no judgment on, on is it right or wrong? That's just the paradigm you're in. And so as a coach, I would come in and, and I would just ask questions. So why would you expect to pay for your kid's education? And then you would think about it and you would go, well. Or you'd use a what question instead of a why question. Well, you could use. Okay. And, you can and you could go, okay, yeah. so the answer to that is because my parents did that. And this is, so let's dig into that a little bit and find out, do you have to do the same thing that your parents did with money? Do you have to do exactly mm-hmm. the same way? And I'm pretty well, you know, the answer is, is no, you do not have to do it the same way. You might choose to do it the same way. Right. And that's up to you, right? That's where you're but, in control. But those are just examples of kind of clarifying questions that um, remind me of the verse that we love it more than enough, which is Romans 12, verse mm-hmm. 2. Don't be conformed to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know the good and pleasing perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. And that's for you. And that that reframing, as you said, redirecting the pathway, I've always done it this way. And a coach comes in and says, well, what, what's led you to, to make these decisions? Oh, it's just something you've always done. Well, do you, how can we change it? Or do you want to change that? And what's that phrase you always use of the definition of crazy or insanity, or insanity. the same thing the same, same way and expecting a different result so yeah. this is what's happening yeah. so so then you come to a coach and also sometimes you may not be ready you, you know you need a coach you mm-hmm. need, need help but you're not quite ready for that thinking shift yeah. and it might take a few sessions it might take some surrender it might take some... You, you mentioned that, and I'll jump in there, because uh, the coaching is about a relationship. Okay. It is about a journey, right? So if someone says to you, hey, I'm going to coach you, and it's a one-off deal, well, I, 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 you may have a coaching session, and that's that's one thing. But the, for real effective coaching, and this is why I'm so passionate about the tool of coaching, is is that it's a journey. It's, it's an ongoing discovery that happens and and the coach does journey with you and so you know um for example you can be coached in a specific i have this thing that i'm trying to wrestle with and i need a coach to help me with that and so i've had coaches in the past that it's very specific and unique and we walk through the journey and we have you know a number of sessions until i feel like okay I've got a handle, I'm on point A to point B. And that may mean that that particular coach, um, okay, we're, we're, we're okay, we're done, that's great, moving on. And then I might come back six months later and say, I have a different need. Now, is that coach going to actually help me or do I need to have another coach that, that is specific? And, you know, again, using the, the, the sports metaphor, you have a defensive coach, you have an offensive coach, you've got a head coach, you've got an assistant coach. If you're, this is all in football, football. by the way. Uh, <laughs> so, so you've got a whole number of coaches that have all their specialties. And, and so as a player, you're being coached by multiple coaches in multiple places. You got a special teams coach, by the way. So, you know, all of these things. <laughs> so, you know, in money, there may be some spaces where you're going, you know, hey, I think I've got cash flow under control. And that's where we focus it more than enough is creating good foundation 
financial principles. And, and the happy place here is, is a lot of the principles that we come and, and, and bring to the coaching questions and relationship is based on biblical. We don't necessarily make these up that we have looked in as coaches. We look in scripture, we talk about it. We say, what does scripture say about how to use money in the context of our world today? And then we bring that perspective into the coaching relationship. And, so. and as a coach and as coaches and as a team of coaches, we have this little um, acronym, WAIT, why am I talking? Sometimes we do slip into the talking mode, which, you know, I'm, I sometimes say to Dave, I talk too much on the radio show, but we are a radio show and I, need if we to don't talk. talk, there's a problem. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we, it's a constant, it's one of the greatest fun things that we talk about as a team. Oh man, we're still learning. Why I'm am I sure talking? All of our I know. Why all am I talking so much? So, you, so, so in the journey, that's um, part of it. But I wanted to just read to you also how, um, while Dr. Keith Webb in his book and, and has how he's guided us hasn't done financial coaching specifically because mm -hmm. it looks a little different again. But he says coaching is this. It's an ongoing intentional conversation that empowers a person or group to fully live out God's calling. Mm -hmm. And I would say that at more than enough, it's our, that's what we strive to mm -hmm. be in the financial journey. And sometimes what happens is when people come for coaching, we, they discover there's more going on than just finances. Mm -hmm. And, and there's some heart issues or relational issues and things crop up. And, um, sometimes you have to be redirected to another source to get help with those things. But when it comes to your money, if you are interested at all in learning more about what coaching is, it is a transformational journey and it is effort and it's work. It's not, you don't, you don't just come to the table because I wanted to say it is not us giving you advice on how to you use your money. Um, it is giving you um, framework, tips and tricks things that you can do that will help build a strong foundation financially. Um, but it is not. You know, and it, coaching really is, uh, again, if we use that old, uh, you know, you can give a man a fish and feed him for a day. Yeah. You can teach him to fish and feed him for a lifetime. Well, think about that. And we'll end with maybe this, this picture, this metaphor is, 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 you know, there is a place to give the fish. You know, when somebody, yeah. there is a place when the hunger is so strong, you can't think straight, you need the fish. Um, but what we do in coaching is we actually want to come alongside to, to help you learn to fish. And so again, you're the one who, who has the tools. You're the one who um, has the desire. You're the one who is going to, in a sense, do the work, do the fishing, and we'll come alongside and say, okay, have you, have you prepared? Do you have all the tackle you need? Do you have a fishing rod? Like the, there are these things that you need that you may not have realized that. And a coach is going to come alongside and say, okay, you want to learn to fish? Here's some things that, that we need to put in place. Now, I don't care what kind of fishing rod you get. I don't care what kind of tackle you get. I, but hey, let's talk about what kind of fish that you're going to catch. Mm -hmm. You're going to need some different tackle. It's the and, tackle you and have. And this is about your journey. It's not the coach doing it for you. Sure. And sometimes our, the pain can be so great. We just some, want someone to take it away. And that's not necessarily... Uh, 
what the way it's going to go. So after that scares you, I think Dave should pray because, you know, <laughs> let's do that. Just- so Lord, I thank you that you, you are the one who leads us. You, again, as we look at how you led your disciples and, and you coach them and, 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 uh, you know, we can see that, that you are teaching them and you are also showing them, uh, the kingdom way. And so Lord, for, for us, we just take that model and we say, thank you, Lord, for, for teaching us and coaching us mm-hmm. and, and showing us your way through scripture, through the power of your Holy Spirit. And, and Lord, we just thank you for these things and we just, uh, receive them all in Christ's name. So. Thanks. Join us next week when we talk money. And we want to thank Financial Discipleship Canada and NotMine.ca for sponsoring today's show. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit MoreThanEnough.ca.